get ready for the Girls on Games podcast. Your weekly dose of news, reviews, and everything video games. Always served with a good helping of hype and just a pinch of salt. And now, your host, Leah. Welcome to another Girls on Games podcast. My name is Leah. I'm the host of this show. This is episode number 396. And today we get to talk about what, you know, when we record podcasts in advance <laughs> and like, it's almost like the time continuum gets messed up because we did things and then you hear about them when we release them on a Friday because of, you know, like embargoes and things. And then news yeah. happens in the middle of the week because we actually recorded on a Monday. So yeah, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom had so its it final sounds trailer like we're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so we didn't talk about that at all last week because nope. it hadn't happened. <laughs> yep. So we're going to be talking about that today and more. But before we get into that, I want to introduce you to the friendly voices around this digital table. Catherine, how are you doing? I'm good yourself. I'm excellent. Hi, Simon. Hello. Joelle is feeling a little under the weather today, so uh, she'll be yeah. back next week. Poor thing. But yeah, you don't want none of that, whatever she has, <laughs> even though it doesn't go through the internet. But. No, it doesn't. <laughs> no, it's not that kind of virus. Oh, my goodness gracious. Okay, let's do some housekeeping before we get into the crew check-in. I'd like to remind you that if you enjoy that this show, <laughs> I don't know if I'm coming or going anymore, guys. You got oh it. Goodness. You got it. One at a time. I got, you got it. it. Pull it in. Reel it. Reel it in here. All right. I'd like to remind you that if you enjoy this show, it's available for subscription on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Podbean. If you'd like to get some GOG merch, you can do that by going to designbyhumans.com slash shop slash girls on games. Or maybe you'd like to give us a tip, maybe buy us a coffee. You can do that by going to our Kofi. That's ko-fi.com slash girls on games. Folks, what have you been up to all week? Catherine, anything fun and exciting? Well, I finally had a weekend I could enjoy. Uh, one, because the weather was absolutely 10 out of 10 gorgeous. Yes. It, it was sunny. It was unseasonably warm, but it was still like around 20 degrees. So it was great. Um, so on Sunday, my brother was like, yo, let's clean out the backyard, get it ready. Um, and then order some pizza and just chill in the backyard. Um, and he left me unsur- unsupervised with this pressure washer. So... Um, <laughs> I pressure washed the fuck out of the backyard. Like, I get why the game Power Wash Simulator was, like, so popular. Oh, yeah. Because, like, today I went out to run some uh, errands during lunch, like I do when I work from home or just to walk. Um, And I was coming up the stairs of my uh, front porch. I was just like, these needs to be pressure washed. (laughs) Now you're just looking for things to pressure wash. Uh, I get it now. I am slowly but surely turning into a Home Depot dad but I am here for it. Um, and yeah, so uh, while I was pressure you mean, wash... You, you mean Rona dad? Sorry, Rona dad, yes. Mm-hmm. Rona Depo dad. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, and uh, yeah, so while I pressure washed everything um, and pressure washed like some gunk our barbecue had left on his porch for like years, he ordered some pizza. Um, and I have some feedback for Domino's pizzas. Mm. Is it Why? the hearing of the grievances? Grievances? We haven't had one no. of those in a while. 
Yes and no. <laughs> Why even bother with the pizza when your cheesies exist? Oh, uh, <laughs> you're like talking the, about the cheesy bread, right? The cheesy breads fucking slap to the point that they overshadow and outshine the pizza. Altogether. Yeah, I because get their that. pizza is good. It's not, but it's not great. It's it's okay. Like in terms of takeout, it's one of the best ones. Yep. But their sauce is kind of bland and forgettable. But the fucking cheese breads, mm. like holy man, fuck, they're really good. So I think next time we're just gonna order the cheesies. Uh, like it's it's funny because everyone I talk to, maybe just in the in the states, but like everyone I talk to is like, ah, oh, Domino's is so disgusting. It's, just, it's gross, and I'm like, what? Like me and my girlfriend go out of our way to get Domino's because we like it. So it's kind of weird. Maybe the recipes are different in Canada. Maybe well, they could that, be province they to probably province have too. to be even maybe. Oh, yeah. yeah. But like, honestly, they, 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 there's no close to where we live. Uh, where we used to, there was one. So like, we would order it every once in a while. And honestly, it's our favorite pizza ordering in. So maybe, I don't know, maybe we're, we have a weird taste buds, but <laughs> I don't I mean, know, they just taste better. Compared to like the others I've had, like Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut slaps for the stuffed crust pizza, but everything else is forgettable. Yeah, they, they well, Pizza Hut also has like three locations total in Quebec, so it's kind of yeah. hard to get yeah, Pizza Hut delivery. Tough. Yeah, I haven't gotten Pizza Hut since I left Ottawa. Um, uh-huh. Pizza Pizza has like changed their stuff because I was like not a big fan, and then Mike was like, they changed their recipe. He must have had it or something. But yeah, it even came in a different pattern, like style box. They've like changed their their dough Ooh. recipe. It's much better than it was. Because oh. before we considered it like the McDonald's of pizzas, like it wasn't great, but no matter where from which pizza pizza you would order, it would you know it'll it be the same. the same. You know yeah. what you're getting, yeah, yeah. It would be consistent, as in like sometimes like other places it would be like franchise base. Yeah. Um, but since I moved to Montreal, definitely Domino's or uh Boston Pizza. But Boston Pizza is more like in the suburbs. Yeah, it's, it's a lot more expensive as, too, but it's it's yeah. really good. Like I, we went to one not not too long ago, and we were like very surprised by how good the food was compared to what it used to be. I guess so. Yeah. It's good. It, it's definitely a bit more upscale, but like honestly, the some of the best pizzas I've had are like the mom and pa shops around. Yeah, since the I've wood been, fire pizzas. Yeah, you know, but it's just oh. when it comes to like ordering a bunch of food. And having it to your door. Yeah, you want oh, yeah. quantity. <laughs> yeah, we weren't Because you got people over and you're like, I just want a shit ton of pizzas. Yeah, yeah. we weren't going easy peasy. for. Yeah, we were going for easy peasy because uh, uh, my brother had spent the weekend alone with the two youngest because oh, uh, my sister-in-law and the oldest were away for a night for a um, gymnastics competition and they were coming mm. like they basically drove in as the same time as the Domino's guy <laughs> showed up with our delivery <laughs> and she was timing and he texted her like park the van up front because we're going to use the backyard to have dinner outside um and there's not room to have and the van in seating for like eight people um and she basically parked behind the guy and she was like I think that's going to my house and she saw him like ding dong she was like yeah that's what we're eating today. That Montreal nice. life with no front yard or backyard. I mean, we have a backyard, but it also doubles as the parking lot for <laughs> the big old van. Um, so, yeah. Mm. I mean, oh. that was my little diatribe about pizzas. But I think we were discussing it as a group last night because 
eating like my brother has three kids so when we're all together it is a fucking group um that the cheesies were the best part so maybe next time we just order a shit every variety of cheesy bread they have look pizza's important pizza is a food group especially mm-hmm. when you're a gamer there's nothing better than having a slice of pizza and playing a game like, seriously you know uh, i usually don't mix both because i don't want to grease up my my mouse and keyboard you can wave your hands in between but then it it no it takes away from the gaming time no it's a a disagree (laughs) if you're having a whole bunch of people over to play a board game or dnd pizza is also a very good choice true but usually we stop whenever we play or rotisserie chicken rotisserie chicken that's a very quebecois thing to say (laughs) it is very much so it's benny (laughs) Benny's, uh, Saint Saint yeah. Oh, Saint disgusting. No, Saint is terrible now, but Benny's is not too bad. Benny's good. I haven't had scores. Is scores any good? Uh, it's okay. It's uh, better than Saint Sabah, but not not better than Benny's. So yeah, no, Benny's is basically you just order like Chef's Choice for like how many people family choice of four and then let's it's like it, it comes to like 15 bucks per people and you get like so much yeah. food it's crazy and, nice. and then it's it's a game of who which box has like white meat and then people fight over it but like i'm a drumstick kind of gal y- yeah so exactly so's my I'm girlfriend like, she loves brown meat exactly i'm like <laughs> as the first box they open they're like oh drumstick i'm like yoink you guys can give me give me the rest Cool. Uh, that was uh, our little food cast segment. I mean, we could go further to talk about like the foods that you order when you got people over when you're playing games and things like that. But mm-hmm. uh, I know. mean, I think people are at this sport might be surprised that we're talking about a ordering food and not making it, and b True. talking about like mainstream like mass market franchises. I know it's just, kind like, of not our mo, is it? <laughs> no, it's not. But once in a while, you just got to get the job done. You just got to get it done. Nah. Simon, what were you up to this week? Anything fun? Uh, not really. Um, I got a barbecue again, which is pretty cool. Nice. So that was pretty nice. Mine was broken, so I got one, so I can start barbecuing again. We like we love having people over during the the summer times because we got a pool and everything. So uh, the backyard's slowly but surely starting to get set up, and uh, we always invite Alban, so he, he brings board games. So he's the board game master. So. <laughs> week that happens and uh it's funny because last year we uh we had our first um uh corn trucking thing like you know when um how do you call it in french in english i think it's corn corn shucking yeah like when you buy them still wrapped and yeah exactly and and yeah it's funny and and like half everybody sits around the pot and shucks corn and throws it in exactly and it's funny because like half the people that were there had never done that before because they're french So they're like, this is strange, but it's cool. Like, yeah, totally. It's fun. It's a very <laughs> it's a, it, North it, it, American it's, thing. Exactly. It's a very yeah. North American classic. So yeah. It's uh yeah, so yeah, excited to um excited to start cooking on the barbecue again. But apart from that, no, pretty uh pretty quiet, honestly. It's uh it's it was a wonderful sunny weekend, so we tried to be outside a little bit. Get some of the sun before it starts to rain again, like today. Yeah, yeah true. today was pretty, uh, pretty drab. Mm. It's okay. Every once in a while, we got to mix it up. Yep. Yeah, I'm hoping this week actually the opposite. I had a full tilt week last week. 
um, between we recorded on Monday, then we released as part of the Xbox Passport, the podcast that I do with Steve Saylor. We released yep. an interview with the executive producer of Minecraft Legends. Then on, that was Tuesday. Then on Wednesday, we released our proper episode two, which was all around Canadian content um, with Naomi Kyle. And then Thursday, I had on a work event. We did a iHeartRadio Live with Louis Capaldi, which was a ton of fun, but of course, work. And then uh, early, early morning on Friday, we launched a review of Minecraft Legends for both this podcast and the Xbox Passport. So it was a very busy week. I was very excited when, you know, five o'clock rolled around on Friday and I could just chill <laughs> out and, you know, like not look at a screen for a bit. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was... It was a full packed week, I gotta say. So I'm kind of happy this week's a little bit slower. <laughs> but I've been playing, actually, before we get into playing games, let's talk about the Fantasy Critic and see if any movement has made or been happening because oh, games have been releasing and reviews have been occurring. Okay, let's see here right now. Um, in the Girls on Games podcast, uh, Joelle is still in first. Cat is in second. I'm in third. Simon is in fourth. Um, so, let's see. I, I have a question for Dart. Cer- certainly, go ahead. So um, I had chosen uh, Suicide Squad: Kill the Justice League mm-hmm. as a counter pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it, it's not going to come out this year. Yeah, and I picked it as a pick. So I get zero points. As opposed to get actual points? Yeah, I think we just come in flat. So we don't get any extra. We don't lose any. It's almost like a canceled itself out. But then that means we don't get any. Like, it, it sucks. We don't get any points. Well, for you. But for me, I thought that you would get like 10 points if your your my guess of the game not coming out this year was correct. I don't know. I mean, we could also just go in, I think, possibly and both drop it. Or maybe I can drop it and then you can drop it. I don't know. But wasn't the point either. of counterpicking also like that games don't come out this year? Exactly. Not just that they yeah. Tank? Yeah. I don't know. That's, that's, that's a good question. That is a good question. Being confused, start ping us on Discord, yeah. please. <laughs> Thanks for us how to play our own game. Please. Oh my goodness. But it's true. Because, uh, yeah, we both got the little calendar X on our thing now. Something we're going to yeah. talk about in news when the time comes. Um, yeah. Did anybody buy anything? Did anybody do anything this week? April 15th, uh, Joelle acquired the games The Lord of the Rings Gollum with a bit of 10 bucks. Mm. So that's the only movement on that side in the community as we wait. Okay. Um, I think, yeah, we're in the exact same kind of positioning we were last time. Uh, Pat IRR gamers in first Darth, uh, Stradius is in second. Albany is in third. Phoenix is in fourth. Simon, you are in, uh, fifth. Joelle is in sixth. I'm in seventh and Tim is in eighth. Um, now we're just waiting for some of these games to come out to actually get points on them. Um, I'm mm. curious. Minecraft Legends is officially, as of recording this on Monday, out tomorrow, the, the 18th. Today is the 17th. But I don't know if there's been any actual numbers Pre- attached to it yet. Uh, open critics. Ew. So far, uh, so far it's at 73. Mm, just looking at And here. 51% critics recommended, but I think that it takes the, uh, Top critics average on Metacritic, so at seventy three, mm. that's three points. Why can't I see his thing here? 
Am I blind? I'm blind. That's what the problem is. I'm blind. Because <laughs> um, this is all banked. Did he he was going to pick up 73. Okay, doesn't ha- hasn't actually accounted for points yet because it's not out yet. Okay. No, exactly. And any movement? Let's see. Nope. Nope. I no just, movement I this week. Checked. Everybody, Everybody's kind of sitting pretty. I mean, I'm almost full. I only have two slots left, so I'm kind of waiting and seeing what else can be announced. Yeah, exactly. So Mm -hmm. just kind of waiting on that. I do have uh, Tears of the Kingdom coming on the 12th, so I'm I'm hoping that uh, that's going to do gangbusters so that I can get some points on there. Mm Mm-hmm. Is that what? Yeah, because you picked that up because you do the auto picking and you ended up going yep. first in the team in the community. Uh-huh. That's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. Um, games, playing games. Catherine, um, are are you done? Is it over? <laughs> I think I'm close. Uh, oh, I have God. to stop. You've been last saying night. that for like a month and a half. Exactly. You've been saying. I think I'm almost over now, and it's been like. <laughs> but I was going six through. Months. I did the memento depth. Um, okay. And then I did the whole thing where we discover who the real baddie is. Mm-hmm. And then I went through more of like Memento's bullshit. And then at one point it was like nine, like a quarter past nine uh, last night. And I get to a point where they're like, um, you should get ready because the uh, boss fight is next. And I was like, I'm a log off because I'm not staying here until 10. Okay. Um, I don't know if there's more content after this. Or if that's like, quote unquote, the last palace and then there's more shit happening after. I don't know. I don't care. If there, if I missed a bunch of stuff and it's the end of the game, I don't give a shit. <laughs> like, it's, yeah, at this point. <laughs> I'm good. We're good. I'm going to Google what I miss. But yeah, I'm, I started using some of my big ticket items I've been sitting on. Oh, nice. Like like the, the Soma that re- restores all HP and all a- a- SP to all a party members i had like three i was sitting oh, on i man. think used what like they were like hey next stop's a boss fight i was like cool i use that i saved and i closed the xbox <laughs> i can like almost never use those because i'm always afraid what if i what if it's not the actual boss fight what if there's one more thing that i need to do well, i i it wasn't my last one so and i have other items that will restore all the health and or all the sp of the party that was just like the one that does both. Okay. But uh, I'm like, I know, I don't know, like if we use them, when we use them in battle, I think it only affects like the four that are fighting. And when you use them out of battle, it heals like your whole lineup. And hmm. because I tend to do things without taking a break, where I'll just rotate party members out, mm-hmm. um, especially since like, at one point I had forgotten, but then I remembered that Joker can spend his turn to like um rotate a party member out. I've been even more like into switching people recently. Mm. So um they like if you know, if uh Morgano's out of SP because I use them for a healer, I'm like, Makoto has a healing spell. <laughs> You're out, she's in. <laughs> yeah. And a story. Um, there we go. Uh so I, I've been like have high on rotation. So yeah, I've started using the big ticket items. I th- I always finish my games with like not having used all my inventory because I'm always like, I'm not sure if it's the end. I'm like you, Simon, but I'm like, I'm trying to let go of that. I'm like, gotta use them. That's something that, that. I've, I've always had problems with too. 
Like, mm-hmm. I almost wonder if it hinders me in sometimes in my play style because the stuff you get early in the game that only like gives you a little bit is only really good to you in the beginning of the game yeah. anyway, right? So like I yeah. end up finishing a lot of games with like haven't sold stuff or tons of inventory items that I've never ever tried or something like that. Like that that is like a constant battle of of nervousness of using something and then not having something later. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's I've always had that and like at the end of the game I have like level 1 potions that heal 100 HP and I have like 9.999 HP so I'm like yeah I could have used those actually so mm-hmm. yeah probably I don't know if it hinders because you do get to the actual end of the game you know but maybe you struggled a bit more than, or i could have done it faster or yeah you know, i guess so or i didn't level up fast because like the other thing that i always debate is like i could like i could upgrade here but i want to go over here so if i just wait some time but then i realize that if i had just upgraded here i probably would have gotten to the upgrade for the real thing that i want yeah, faster and like i'm just like min maxing working against me <laughs> I guess so. I mean, there's always different ways to look at things, you know, and and I don't know. Then again, maybe if you'd done it differently, then it would have not worked or something would have failed or whatever. So, you know. Yeah. You never never know. know. Never know. Simon, what are you playing? Uh, I've been playing Slate Slate Aspire. Oh. Which is uh, a game that I've tried playing for a long time now um but I, I i really couldn't i could never get into it i mean i like i enjoyed deck building roguelikes um but i i have a real hard time sometimes just getting into those and actually playing them um but after talking a little bit with people on the uh on the discord um i think i finally got the hang of it like understanding exactly well not exactly but trying to stop trying to focus on absolutely getting one thing and instead focus on all the po- the different possibilities that you can have while um playing a, a different character and i'm i'm having a really good time it's really fun it's it's a perfect game to i mean i really like those kind of games where i can just put on baseball or csgo in my second monitor and just kind of you know uh mindlessly well, not mindlessly, because I still have to think a little bit about it, but you can kind of just go through the motions of playing the game while still being able to have your monkey ADD brain uh, fucking uh, occupied, so it's it's pretty good. And uh, it's really fun, and I got, I mean, I've had the game for such a long time, but I'm finally getting around to it, so I'm, I'm pretty, pretty, pretty glad about it, pretty happy, and it's a fun game. It's a pretty popular one. I very constantly popular. hear about people playing that and of course it got really good reviews when it came out and things like that it's so. on it's on like tons of different platforms it's on switch it's on uh my friend yeah. plays it plays it on, on his mobile. tablet yeah exactly yeah. you can play it on your tablet and nice. uh pc of course so yeah it's really fun i had a cool. good time yeah it's very um, fun i like very it fun. much fun all right i am playing minecraft legends still um working my way through uh, the story mode. I just finished off one of the three hordes. Uh, I did that today. Um, Yeah, I'm just really enjoying my time with that game. It's 
it like you have strategy, but like it's also kind of not too chaotic of strategy and not too complex. Like it's just the right, just the right amount. I find uh, for the type of game that I want to play. So, uh, so yeah, I've just been loving it, discovering more stuff. The other day, I just wandered around the map just to be like, "Looks like I haven't been over here. Let's go check it out." I found Let's a golem that was like super huge, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, you're my friend now." And there's four of them throughout the map, and they all do different things. Some are That's for cool. like protection, ones for range, ones for you know more up close attack. Yeah, so like. Uh, I I can now at this point I guess this they were the stopping point of why I couldn't go and actually hit one of the main um one of the main targets for for one of the hordes and that's what I did is I went and did that and then he jumped to another spot and the main baddie came out and you had to you had to kill him so uh so yeah of that horde so there's still okay. two piglin hordes left to do. Um, and uh, yeah, working my way through and trying to, though, because I took so long to beat that down and kill that boss, I uh, neglected one of my villages and it got attacked. So, uh, oh, so no. yeah, I had to go back and clean that up, but I did. So it's good. So now I'm off collecting more stuff so that I can uh, continue to uh, fight the good fight and get rid of the piglin. That's good. Yeah, I'm looking I'm sure forward to more people. It being able to uh play as of tomorrow and because yeah, uh, officially yeah in. officially it's not tomorrow right yep to, well the 18th so tuesday yes. so yeah excited for that and uh yeah prepping i still want to i'll, I'll probably finish off this off and then the question is i know there were some games that are supposed to be out like on the there's one on the 20th that we were interested in from our conversation last week that's like a farming sim like game and then of course that's there there's that dredge game sitting there and as we bide our time up to the the twelfth of May, though I know there's also Star Wars yeah. um, coming out. So so yeah, there's lots of things to play. Yeah, when's the release date for the uh, new Jedi game? I think it might be the twenty eighth of April. Twenty eighth. Yeah. yeah. Jedi Survivor. Like next week. Yeah, it'll get soon. There's lots That's of very play. soon. There's so many things. Oh yeah, and Redfall. <laughs> Oh my god problem that is my life too many games to play not enough time all right uh speaking of games to play and time and things moving around in our calendars i think it's time for us to chat about news of the week because uh we've kind of already spilled the beans some games moved around from 2023 <laughs> to 2024 so let's get into that right after this break okay we're back and it's time for some news Catherine. What do you bring into the table today? So, um, Sega is announcing that it's going to buy Rovio Entertainment mm-hmm. for 706 million euros, which is 776 million USD, which I am surprised by two things. A, Sega wanting to buy something and B, the fact that Rovio Entertainment is worth less than, less than a US billion dollars. Really? I actually think it's a lot. Yeah, I think it's a lot, too. I mean, uh, I would imagine if we were closer to, like, when all the fanfare was happening for Angry Birds and stuff. Yeah, I guess it's still, exactly. like, kids still love it and all that kind of stuff. But, like, when we were in the Maybe. fervor, like, mm. the nucleus of insane. the hype train that was Angry Birds. Yeah, it was I would have so figured insane. at that point it would have been more. I mean, they made a movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why I was thinking that maybe it was still going, even though it wasn't in like our like our groups mindset. I thought it was still big in the zeitgeist of the mobile gaming. I guess it is. 
Just like how King and Zynga are kind of coasting also Mm -hmm. on their established IPs, even if we don't really hear or talk about them. Like I see them. Yeah. So um, I guess I was wrong. But yeah, so they're purchasing Rovio because uh, Sega is looking to expand in the mobile market. So I think it will be good in the sense that if Angry Birds and their other IPs have stagnated, but they still have like the know-how of the mobile space. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes a group like that to take something like Sonic the Hedgehog, let's say, and bring it on mobile yeah. and make it accessible and um, I guess monetize it in a way that makes sense for mobile as well. Yeah. Um, Wasn't it Angry Birds? I remember reading something that they had released, uh, re-released Angry Bird as a, like, standalone app or something mm-hmm. and like with no microtransaction you just buy the game and that's it and it did so well that they had to pull it out because they were saying that it would hurt their bottom line of for the other microtransaction games they have oh really yeah, I, I, surprised. I, I, f- I feel like you know? i heard that yeah no uh, what was it like angry birds no I think it's Rovio. I think it is. I think it's. But if any, if any, like if they, if so, Sega wants someone to take their IP and turn it into a mobile game. I mean, these guys know how to do it. Yeah, for sure. Rovio knows how to do it. Yeah, I found a, I found the stories. Found the story. There we go. Sorry, they're asking me to disable my ad blocker. Fuck that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Leave the website. (laughs) Burn it to the ground. So hey, they got to make their money somehow. I'm just trying to get the the date. Yeah, it was earlier in February 2023. Oh wow! So yeah, memory it, is good. So yeah, so Angry Bird. Yeah, Rovio is shutting down the game down due to its impact on the wider portfolio. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's crazy. But it like shows- it's, it's doing too well, so we have to yeah. shut it down because we don't make enough money out of our other games. Uh, well, it shows two things. One, uh, studios rely on microtransactions of much, course. Mo- way too much, and they're Dude, like, the definitely ga- very mobile predatory. gaming is uh-huh. just absolute. It's it's a billion dollar industry, easy, easy. But at also, there is a definite market. For people that want to buy yep. a game oh, for, for sure. it to be microtransaction free. Mm-hmm. Just like there's a market for big AAA MMOs and there's a market for smaller indie single player games that are like three hours long, you know? There's a market for everything, honestly. Mm-hmm. So it was... Angry Birds stopped getting major updates in 2012 and in 2019 it was removed from the App Store... Uh, the original Angry Bird, along with some of Rovio's older game, would no longer comply with platform requirements. So the company promised to bring it back. Uh, and in 2020, it was relaunched as Rovio Classic Angry Birds for uh, the original 99 cents asking price in the US, so a dollar. Oh, it yeah. wasn't perfect, rebuilt in Unity. The physics matched newer version of Angry Birds rather than the original, and it was quite buggy. But it was preserved to the best of Rovio's ability and was made available without any MTX shenanigan, and that should have been the end of the story. This week, Rovio, this week, which is 
not this week, but a couple of weeks ago, Rovio announced that Rovio Classics Angry Bird is getting delisted on Thursday for Android and is being renamed to Red's First Flight in the iOS App Store. The reason? Rovio explains that the game is having a negative impact on its wider portfolio and directs fans to instead play some of the old, other live, quote unquote, Angry Bird games. <laughs> So yeah, on oh February twenty first, twenty twenty three is when Rovio announced that they were removing the classic. Yep. So I'll add this little into our show notes. It's some good context. Yeah. yeah I'll add yeah. the tweet by Rovio. You guys don't need to go to a site that'll tell you to disable your ad. <laughs> yeah. Now, we uh, talked about this one a little bit earlier, but uh, Simon, what is going on with Suicide Squad? Who knows <laughs> at this point? Like, who knows? So, uh, I think it was two days ago, or today, actually. Good. No, it was on Thursday. Uh, okay. So, we know that Suicide Squad was already delayed, uh, and uh, they've delayed it another time. So they posted around on Twitter saying we may we have made the tough but necessary decision to take the time needed to work on getting the game uh, to be the best quality experience for players. So they're going to be launching on February second, twenty twenty four. So that's uh, what was the original release date? Do you remember what the original release date was? Uh, so Science February Squad this year. Game. Original release date was like. it February this year? Uh, no, it was last year. Original release date was May twenty sixth, twenty twenty two. So it was supposed uh, to come out. So all wow. yeah, close to a full year. Um, and all of this comes in the wake of uh, we had discussed it already, basically saying that uh, there was a lot of negative feedback from uh the i guess restricted play test uh, that they had put up for um for some content creators and some critics um basically making it destiny game as a service but in the suicide squad universe and uh, everyone was kind of angry about that uh so they they were making it a looter shooter rpg rather than making it a, a an actual single player experience that you would expect from Rocksteady after they you know they they released the wonderful Batman games. <laughs> so that sounds a lot like they wanted to use the IP to cash farm the whales, farm cash from the whales and uh, I guess the communities not having any of it um is is a couple more months and well a couple more months almost a full year uh, enough time to actually almost rebuild the entire game, rebuild all the systems, rebuild everything that the game was supposed to be um, to kind of make it more appealing to, to to gamers. We'll have to see. But it's, yeah, it's kind of sad. Jason Schreier made it sound like, you know, they're not significantly changing the gameplay. I mean, it would be almost impossible. At this point. I don't know what they're going to do. I think yeah. they've disappointed a lot of people. At, like... I don't know what they're going to do. Like, this is I, not what I anticipated when I said, when they said there was something coming from the Batman universe. Exactly. The DC like, universe. By Rocksteady. Rock exactly. Which is so. Why? You know, it's, it's honestly. Weird. Well, no, it's not why. It's, it's greed. It's, 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 uh, you know, suits wanted to get as much money as they can out of this. But, mm. you know, and then they, 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 they see, 
how much money is being made on the mobile market with always online games and games as a service or like they want some of that in AAA gaming but like i think what they fail to understand is that mobile gamers and console slash pc gamers are kind of two different breed of people like of course they, mm-hmm. they 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 interchange and people do both and i do both but i feel like it's two very different markets even though it's still the video games mm-hmm. i feel it's two very different markets so trying to push mobile monetization on platform games is just like shooting yourself in the foot and it's been proven again and again that you know sometimes it can work but more often than not people are just going to be like this game is shit you know look at anthem look at um oh shit what was the other one that closed recently the marvel avengers thing like there's so many examples out there now of triple a quote-unquote games trying to to dip in that mobile market and mobile gaming industry that it just it just doesn't work so yeah so it's uh i don't know it's um disappointing maybe for some We'll have to see if uh, if if you're able to actually uh, if they're able to actually fix things, but we'll see. Mm. We'll see how this goes. Yeah. Well, there's a game that's actually going to come out this year that a lot of us thought wouldn't come out this year because we hadn't heard too much in a very long time. Um, the Nintendo crew dropped a trailer on Thursday of last week. I'd like to say for Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, and it's the last trailer before release. Yeah. Um, we're all very, 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 very big fans of the Zelda series here <laughs> at Girls on Games. Yeah. Um, so uh, I want your guys' thoughts. What do you think of the trailer? I want the game now. <laughs> like, stop showing me what I could have and just fucking give it to me. It's coming. It's coming, I, I Honestly, I looked at that trailer and I was very excited. And, you know, I, I was chatting with people at work and there were some naysayers they're like oh it's just the same map and they're gonna put shit away. Uh, i don't care i don't care i want the new puzzles yeah. i want the new puzzles and the new mechanics and i don't care that they didn't rebuild the whole map they don't need to always rebuild they don't need the whole to map. no exactly i kind of like the comfort of going back to that space yet it being different because now they're playing with verticality yeah mm-hmm. <sighs> honestly for, for me it it's it feels a bit overwhelming like there seems to be so many new mechanics and so many new things happening like you can see link building fucking rocket ships on that stuff like literally and and i'm i don't know i i, I hope that it's gonna be like you can do that if you want but you don't have to to actually pro uh progress with the game but then again you know they were so good in introducing the the mechanics in uh in breath of the wild that I'm sure that they're going to do this, the same thing or something similar in uh, Tears of the Kingdom and slowly introduce you to all the new stuff that Link can do. And uh, I'm sad that Zelda is fridged once again. Uh, I was hoping that we were, she was actually going to do something this time yeah. around, but nope, yeah. she's just fridged again. You know, we're going to be there for a bit and then nope, bye, Link now time. Go save Zelda. Yeah. Like, all right, cool. Save okay. me. Time is of the essence. And then I yeah. fuck off to do every side quest possible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, uh, yeah, it's, again, it's, you know, it's it's the Zelda formula of go save the princess, I guess. But I'm I'm kind of hoping that maybe she plays a bigger role later on in the game than just giving you light arrows to shoot Ganon, which is what she does in a lot of the games, so... We'll see. We'll we'll have to see what uh, 
what comes out of it. Maybe we'll have more news at the Nintendo Live event uh, that was announced that Leah skipped over in the news section of yeah, the document. It's in September, <laughs> Simon. So? Maybe we'll have more news in September. Okay? After yeah, the game's out. The game after the game's out. out. Maybe we'll know what's happening. Okay? That's why I was doing it in timeline order of events. Okay, well, <laughs> fuck me then, I guess. I didn't well, actually... Maybe at halfway... the Nintendo Live again event, they will announce the Tears of the Kingdom DLC pack. Exactly. Maybe. Exactly. Maybe. There you go. See? Bring it all together. I was I was trying to do a nice segue, Simon. I know, That's why I, I jumped from again. one to the other, and then with Fagan, well, we yeah, come and then back I was like, it. maybe she didn't see it. I'm like, no. I'll, I'll bring it up in a funny way, no, and then it just I kind of... It. It's all right. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, that that's interesting considering, you know, Nintendo said straight out they're not going to be at, uh, at E3. E3 or anything like that. But it's yeah. like it's for fans. This is a fan yeah. event. This is not yeah. like we might get some news. Maybe there's be a press release or some kind of Nintendo Direct that happens around the same time. But like this is a fan event. It's just very yeah. far from us. <laughs> Games. Have, well, Seattle. Maybe we can get some people in Seattle. Well, we have one. We have someone in yeah. Seattle. That's true, we do. Maybe we can ask that one in Seattle to, to, to go check it out. <laughs> true, true. But yeah, that should be interesting. Um, yeah, it's going to have experienced Nintendo Switch gameplay, live stage performances, tournaments, photo ops, and more. Um, there was a bunch of like debate around the internets about the fact that there is a shot of Isabel and... Um, Oh my God! What's his Tom Nook? Tom Nook from Animal Crossing here. Uh, but then some people were thinking it's not really anything about Animal Crossing. They're, they've been doing this almost like holographic concert with those characters, and maybe that's what that live stage performances is. Oh, maybe. Um. So yeah, it's like a KK slider. K- yeah, I was like, gonna say KK's gonna come sing us some songs. Yeah. And the Animal Crossing crew are gonna come over and 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 dance and sing mm-hmm. and be but- cute as heck. Maybe they'll have some of the voice actors from the Zelda games. True, mm-hmm. like Matt Mercer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking segue. I know. See, I can make the magic happen. I it's really true. can. I know. Mm-hmm. It's. It's. I. I should trust you. I know you. Would, <laughs> I know what you're doing. So yeah, um, that kind of caught me off guard, and the fact that no one had seen it in the Discord channel, and then I went and shared it before Cat even jumped on it. I was like, "Oh, I what, mean, you, what uh, happened, Cat? How, how I, did you react?" <laughs> I saw it and I sent it to Pascal because his reaction every time they announce like something like that, he's like, "There's literally just two voice actors in the yeah, world." Yeah, like who's who's Matt he's Mercer like, voicing? <laughs> it's like Matt Mercer, Matt Mercer. I forget the name of the guy, but who used to voice it. Joel in The Last of Us. No, um, uh, uh, um, Troy Travis, Baker. Troy, Troy yeah. Baker. Troy That's Baker. <laughs> Travis Scott or Travis? <laughs> I I forgot. I knew it was a T name, so I was close. Yeah, you were close. You were close. It's, it's Matt Mercer and Troy Baker. Troy Baker and Matt Mercer. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's a running gag we have because uh, sometimes he'll play random games or we'll watch like a random anime and at one point I'll be like hey that's Matt Mercer and I'll go on IMDB and I'm fucking right every time and he's like literally are there other voice actors in the world and I'm like no. not a lot 
So yeah, I reacted. Get, I just it, kept it to my DMs. Uh, okay. Yeah. It's funny because like for those of us that work in radio, especially if you work on one radio station, you start to learn everybody's voice, even when they put on like different things. So like the same thing happens within video games. You're like, <coughs> sorry, it's like Uncanny Valley. It gets real crazy when you like hear Elias Defexus in a video game and then hear him in like a Lincoln ad or something. Well, yeah. I mean, Elias Defexus is such a recognizable game too. It's like... Mm. You yeah. know yeah. it's him immediately because they're gruff or you're slow and I can't do that, but you know. Yeah, so Matt Mercer is going to be in the game. Um, I'm curious to see if Patricia Somerset uh takes back the job of and the voice of Zelda. I oh, well, I mean we hear her, anything? so it sounds like her. It, it yeah. sounds like her in the third thriller. So I it should still be her. I hope so, because yeah, I haven't, well, I haven't, I haven't asked her. Um, but also, I didn't see anything on Twitter or anything like Matt did, so you never know. Um, well, for but him, yeah. it was like a, a new addition. Yeah, exactly, it's a new thing. Um, but what is this link? Joelle had something in here, and I did not see this before, <laughs> and now I'm curious. So we're going to explore this new story together. Yeah, and okay? we're going to judge Joelle for putting it in there and then not yeah, coming I to the mean, podcast to talk about all, it. All of all of the online space. Yeah saw the key art of Ganon Dorf yeah. and was automatically super thirsty. So at this point, <laughs> she's not the only one gonna be cast into horny jail. Yeah. So she's uh, gonna from be game- well surrounded. Yeah, nice. At uh from GameSpot.com. How big is Ganondorf of the Legends of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom investigation? And then the subheadline is sorry, Link, it took it looks a lot uh, sorry, it looks like Short King Spring is ending a bit early this year. <laughs> so I'm going to continue the reading the body title. of the article. <laughs> oh my God, I had to swallow dust. I had to swallow dust. All right, let's just come out and say it. The latest The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom trailer looks incredible. It also succeeds in doing precisely what any good trailer should do. It raises questions. Are dungeons coming back? Will May 12th ever get here? That's what Catherine was asking earlier. Um, These are good queries, to be sure. But I think there is one question that is far more important than any other now. (laughs) Sorry, guys. And I have an answer. Shortly after the trailer was published, the Internet lost their mind over just how good Ganondorf looked, myself included, the writer of this article. Um, But that's not important. What is important is the iconic baddie is back and ready to leave players just as thirsty as he was back in the game's 2019 reveal trailer. Now, much like Resident Evil villains, uh, Village's villain, Lady Dimescrew, part of the love of Ganondorf comes out of his massive stature. As such, I got to wondering, just how big is he? I decided to find out how. Um, okay, so this is really interesting because now we're getting into like the maths that I'm used to seeing on like uh, game theory where they actually figure out like the height of Mario and put him up next to other things to figure out the yeah, scale. Yeah, yeah. That's, like, it's, it's that level of <laughs> like, holy shit, what are you... Like, do you have too much free time? Like, yeah. Who cares how tall he is? <laughs> <laughs> so then they're like taking Link and analyzing his height and they're saying he's probably what four foot something and then they go through and they analyze like other things from the game based on like the hands and stuff and how big the hand of the skeletal i guess ganon that we saw what we well, thought we, was well ganondorf. that's the thing we don't even know if it was that was ganondorf we don't know. that's the I thing mean, we're they just assume assuming it was ganondorf so yeah so conclusion is that um to figure all this out ganondorf is nearly 10 feet tall He's a big boy. <laughs> He's a big 
boil. Um, this makes him double Link's height and significantly taller than the Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, in which Nintendo confirmed his height is seven foot six in the Hyrule Historia. So there you have it. Tears of the Kingdom Ganondorf is big, potentially bigger than any humanoid version of the iconic villain we've seen so far. Like, just to put this into hero perspective, this is how he stacks up against another villain known for his towering height and impressive wingspan. Um, I think... Sephiroth. Sephiroth, yeah, Sephiroth. And then they also have him standing next to Lady D and Lady... Well, he's also kind of like bent, but like, you know... yeah. A match in height, so I guess we'll really find out when uh, on May twelfth exactly how tall he is. Honestly, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing Ganon Ganondorf actually back in a uh, in a physical form. Mm-hmm. It, it it should be fun. Like he's always been the main villain and the main antagonist. That he he really well he was there ish in the first one, but you know you really feel like they were kind of holding things back when it comes to Ganon and Ganondorf and, uh, and you know, cause you, we had pig Ganon, but the light arrows were not satisfying. <laughs> so we'll yeah, it's, see. it's interesting how you have, like, I guess it's going to be interesting too, how this like timeline then kind of moves forward because it sounds like this is after Skyward Sword. And then also too, like not all of the pieces in the timeline is Ganondorf part of it. Right. There's all, well, there's uh, these segments where he's not involved at all. Right. Well, also the Hyrule story is kind of whatever the fuck, you know. <laughs> they, they they tried to make a timeline kind of fits, but a lot of it doesn't fit, and they've mm. like since retroactively made some changes, so it's kind of hard to actually know what's going on. But um, I mean, for sure, it's definitely after Breath of the Wild because that's in the same timeline, but it's in yeah, it's in the uh, um, what is it? What is it called? The um, the uh, the the a version of tragedy version, which I think is uh, when Link stays a kid and becomes and goes do go, goes do Dora's mask. <laughs> yeah, the timeline is and so then Twilight Princess yeah. and then Breath of the Wild. The timeline. Let's open have to the see. Big have picture. to see. Honestly, it's such a such yeah. a who knows and such a why would they do that and <laughs> it's kind of hard to say. So, oh my God, this timeline has like umpteen different things and then it all comes together to meet at breath of the wild at the yeah, end yeah so that then was this another that was another well that's a that's a theory that's not <clears throat> like the they they the theory is that breath of the wild brings everything back together but it's not like okay here's the official page of official Hyrule historia um let's see here now oh my god there's so many eras and stuff i'm gonna have to read through this i'm just gonna watch even the um (laughs) uh shit what's the uh well the producer whatever like the main guy from from zelda who writes the 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 story the lore he was like it breath of the wild doesn't need to fit in this it's it's a game and it's in the zelda universe but don't try to make it fit in a timeline it's somewhere yeah. there <laughs> somewhere somewhere basically saying we made this so you guys would shut the fuck up about the timeline and now we're just doing whatever the fuck we want to do so stop asking <laughs> about it i mean uh-huh. you gotta respect them for that it's just like let's make game fun yes yeah exactly nothing which wrong is with great that. about that yeah nothing wrong with that mm-hmm. and with that that finishes off this episode of the girls on games podcast as always i invite you to check out the show notes on girlsongames.ca for links to all the stories we mentioned in this episode thank you very much Catherine, for doing that for us each week 
it'll be if you, quite the puzzle to bring them to put them in the right order. Because I, yeah, you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> if you have the power to rate and review the podcast on the platform where you were listening to this podcast, it'd be much appreciated if you do that. Why helps with discovery? We use all the comments to help us build our show. We'd much appreciated. And this is the moment in time in the pod where the crew can shout out their social media handles. So you can follow them everywhere online. Catherine, where can people find you? I am C-S-D-S-B-I-N-S, C-S-W on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, You can go there to see the video of me uh, power washing things. It's In real life. In real life. Better graphics than power wash simulator. It's true. (laughs) Simon, do you have an awesome human or cute fuzzy creature to follow? I got a cool thing. So uh, if you're a fan of uh, Bloodborne like I am, uh, <laughs> I discovered a, I, w- I want to say podcast, but not really. Um, but basically uh, a, um, a super fan of Bloodborne wrote a, fuck, I want to say like 70 page YouTube uh, Google dissertation regarding the story of Bloodborne. Uh, mm. It's called the Pale Blood Hunt, and it's like it's super good. And I've always wanted to kind of read it, but you know, sitting down and reading a seventy-page dissertation on Google Docs is not exactly my forte. Um, but I, it turns out that they actually made a audio version of it, nice. and it's uh, it's little literally on Spotify, and it's called the Pale Blood Hunt. Um, it's narrated by a guy who's known apparently. Uh, called Jay Britton, which I don't know who he is, but apparently people knew who he was. Uh, and um, it's not a... It's basically a, a narration of a... Like, a story document. So it's not like a continuous story. It's like, it's basically a guy reading, uh, explaining the lore of Bloodborne. So, you know, he talks about the player character and boss fights and stuff, but he's reading it in a very, like, gruff, uh, story-like kind of way. So it's it's pretty cool. It's really interesting. So if you're a fan of Bloodborne and want to know more about the world uh, and want to know more about what's happening in in that universe, um, definitely go check it out. There is, uh, I think it's 12 episodes. They're about 30 minutes each Mm -hmm. uh, and um, goes by really quick. I I listened to the first one. The first one's kind of a um a overview of the whole story um and then uh the rest is digging deeper into each of the different subject there's 10 episodes and they're about 30 minutes each the last one is about an hour so some good stuff and i really want to get into that and then i'm going to read the uh bloodborne uh uh um visual novel that came out is that the word visual novel it's not a comic book well it's the same thing uh, and so they, uh, they 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 put four of those out as well. So I'm going to jump into that. So I'm back on my Bloodborne bullshit. Mm. Definitely. Good for you. Nothing wrong with uh, that. Which is really oh, good. Yeah. yeah. You always gravitate to your comfort food, right? I always gravitate yeah. to Minecraft. You always gravitate to to that. Cat, what, what's wow. your comfort food in games? <laughs> in games? Yeah. Oh. Is there anything you gravitate to on, on the regular? When I don't know what to play? No, just, yeah, or just something that, you know, makes you feel good when you're like, yeah, you don't know how to play or you're feeling out of touch with stuff or you just want something mindless. What do you usually gravitate towards? I don't know. I, I Would the critical to- role be your thing for that? I think it's more, outlet, not in gaming, but yeah, more in content, like yeah. uh, critical role or um, Avatar The Last Airbender. I've mm. rewatched that series I mean, that's like kind a thousand times. 
That's kind of what it is, because Simon's consuming content that is supplementary to the game. You're doing similar things, and that's what I'm doing Minecraft. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I think, like, yeah, Dungeons & Dragons is definitely my comfort thing mm-hmm. more yeah. than actual, like, video games. Although I do tend to gravitate back towards um, Skyrim and Dragon Age Inquisition, but I've... No, it's true. That's true. But I that haven't played true. those in... At least two years, I want to mm. say. Simon thought I was uh, going to make fun of him there for a second when I was actually saying it's a compliment that Bloodborne is for him. <laughs> <laughs> the way you were like, excuse me? Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm, st- I'm still waiting for PC release. Crossing my uh, fingers, true, maybe one day. They were, they were, they were in that uh, NVIDIA list that like now half the games in that list are actually a thing. So who knows? You never know. You, you really never, never know. know. Mm. And I'm Leah Jew, our most social media platforms, but of course you want to know everything there is to know about Girls on Games. You can track us down at the Girls on Games on Twitter and Facebook, just Girls on Games on Instagram, discord.me slash girls on games to continue this convo and more. But of course, if you ever need to know anything at all, you can track it down at our home base. That is our website, girlsongames.ca. Thank you, Kat. Thank you, Simon. It's been another lovely week in video games. And uh, yeah, I'm about to play more Minecraft Legends and uh, get to see what it's like playing some PvP with people now that it's finally out tomorrow. Woohoo! Have fun! Bye, everybody! Goodbye! Bye!